and without that well, I mean what 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 is it it's nothing it's, I don't care I don't even care about my I don't know who I am anymore what I'm doing with my life I don't I don't care <laughs> oh boy hey hey welcome to bonus barrel Robin with me today is Shelby. And AJ. Yes, Left is he's alive, and I, we think asleep. He's on his way, possibly. So Left may join in randomly. That'd be pretty exciting, uh, but we don't know for sure what will happen. So this last week, what's what's been going on? What is anything interesting? Our, our last episode was received well. Yeah. P- people seemed you know relatively happy. It's our most viewed one in, in terms of how long it's been out. So people must love P two. So people love P2, but imagine what it's going to be like when P1 comes on the show. We are going to have so many listeners because if people show up for P2, P1 is going to bring in like the crowds. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Uh, oh, oh. Um, so what was it? Seiji, I had a couple pickups yesterday, one that you will find amusing. All right. I picked up Amiibo Festival. It was on sale for 30 with oh, the man. So I finally – so I was like, all right, because been, it's been bothering me not to have it just for the, the collector in me. And but it was not going to pay full price for that game, so I saw it marked down at EV for thirty. I was like, "All right, that's good enough." And then I picked that's it up. good enough, man. Didn't yeah. you get amiibos with it too? It does come with two amiibos, yeah. And yeah, you paid full price for sure. How much but is full I, price? It would have been like eighty. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the oh, game God. is Something not like well received, to say it kindly. Okay. Not well received. No, uh, so it's just Mario Party without the mini games. That's what it is. <laughs> That's like the fun of Mario Party, and the part that makes me angry is, but also the, the most fun. annoying thing about it is that in uh, to roll the dice, you have to touch the amiibo on the gamepad like every single time. So, yeah, not a big. Fa- I mean, Sage's a big fan of Animal Crossing, and if he doesn't like it, then it's probably not stellar. But I have not played it, and I probably won't. So there's that. All that uh, being said, the game is not that bad. If you get into into what the game is trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad, but it's it's not good at all. You you want so. to compare it to Mario Party, and you can't really not make that comparison because it's a Nintendo product. Right. Looks like Mario Party. It may not be Mario Party, but you can't help but make that that connection. Correct. Yeah. I have good news too. So remember how I was saying we mentioned it last episode, uh, Dragon Ball Z: Attack of the Saiyans, that amazing monolith RPG that I think everybody should play. Uh, but I couldn't get it to work. It's my 3DS that's the problem because I have my I use my regular DS and I've got past that area and I'm in the end game now. I'm gonna be able to beat it very soon. Uh, that's great, great news for me. Yeah, applause. <laughs> good Woo! job. Yeah, my 3DS has, has been acting up before. It's been it's done us through a few other games too, where it just kind of doesn't work. And I don't. I think it's because I put a broken Oenden cart into it last year, and I think that must have fucked something up because I've had problems with games on and off ever since then. Because when I got so worth I, it. Well, yeah, actually, it was Elite Agents, not Oenden. I remember I got Elite Agents in the mail. I don't know if I complained about this in the show or not, but I got it through eBay, and I order a lot of games through eBay, and I've never had an issue except for that one. It came and it looked like a dog had chewed the bottom of it, <laughs> and the, the pins oh, were no. all bent, and I was really upset, but I was impatient because I wanted to play it for the show. So I managed to, uh, like, straighten the pins with nail clippers and, got, and I put it in the 3DS and it loaded and worked and I was able to play it. But, yeah, so that's, that's what happened with that. 
I don't know. It, but but anyways, I think it broke my 3DS a little bit. And yeah, you guys don't seem to care about my really cool story. So uh, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. There's something like kitchen stuff. Shelby, kitchen stuff. <laughs> yes. A little bit of a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, God. Uh. Are you allowed to be recording right now? Yep. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Enough of Shelby's sexism. Uh, another oh. piece of news. Overwatch's Halloween event is out, and it's pretty cool. I've heard. Yeah. New, new skins. One of the best skins in the entire game is Mercy's Witch skin. I really want it. I even bought some crates, and I didn't get it. Jeremy bought some crates, my friend Jeremy, and he got it twice, so I'm kind of angry about that. Uh, there's also an, a PvE event that I don't particularly care about, but it is kind of fun if you like PvE, but I don't particularly like PvE in uh, those types of games. But yeah, it's like a kind of like a has like a swarm mode, man versus machine from TF2 feel to it where swarms of enemies are attacking in a boss every once in a while, and you have to defend the door from being blown up. Pretty simple, uh, but fun. And yeah, so that, that, that event's cool. Uh, so I'll probably play more, a little bit more Overwatch than usual lately, and to- at least until I get that Mercy skin. So, Enix Rumors. Oh, have you heard of any? So apparently yesterday, uh, okay. like a banking firm or investment firm or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they downgraded Nintendo from one category to a lower category because they expect uh, the next console is going to fail because oh, they got some information apparently oh, I mean, this, no. this is all a rumor right yeah of course that they thought that the console was going to be at a price point which apparently is going to be between 300 and um, 350 one big rumor and apparently they were saying that uh the big announcement is going to happen next week Ooh. well big announcement next week is exciting but 300 to 350 is that supposed to be a bad thing like that seems like a normal normal console price to me that's what the what the current ones go for isn't it i don't know well, I mean, for a Nintendo console, I guess they, they, they expected it to be cheaper in order to compete against I guess. Uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Well, how much is, the, is, is a PS4? PS4 and, is 3... Uh, 3.49. Oh, well, PS4 is a slim now, and slim only. Well, not now, but will be. No, it is now. Uh, oh, my... Speaking of which, my PS4 is having a seizure. Um, yeah, Megan will <laughs> take care of that. Feel free not to edit that out, because it's funny. Um, okay. <laughs> anyways, the uh, okay. Side, real quick side note: the PS4. I don't know if people out there who have PS4s. This is not the slim model. It there's a uh, an error that happens in some of them where a disc will just pop itself out, and if there's no disc in it, just starts beeping randomly as if it's trying to eject a disc. And there's there's a slight fix I was able to do by removing a rubber piece under it. Anyways, long story short, sometimes it still does it anyways, and it's really obnoxious. And uh, I'm glad I'm upgrading to a slim. But yeah, PS4 is still great. You should buy one. And as far as your other answer question, I think they're what three forty nine. Yeah, that's okay. what I paid. I think for mine when I went and got mine. I have the internet. I'm gonna check right now. Uh, <laughs> PS4 Canada price. Let's do it. Game Boy Calculate three forty nine. Yeah. Wait in so, the US. So three ninety nine in Canada. So that might be it, right? So if if the new NX is at uh, three fifty, this banking firm was expecting it to not. Well, we don't do even know what it is yet. Okay, every week it's a rant about NX. Can you not just give us something? What are you... It's supposedly out in less than six months, and we know nothing officially about it. Nothing. Not even its name. We don't even know if NX is its name. (laughs) Ah! I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? Why don't they like their customers? I don't get it. During the week, there was a a new hoax, because every week there are hoaxes, (laughs) and and some, some Twitter guy posted an image that looked pretty official. The one where you're loading it was in. just a, a guy that is good at Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was calling it the Nintendo Duo, which is not a bad a, a bad name, I think. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. The people got uh, was really excited. It was appearing like in in the title of a lot of 
uh, Nintendo websites and stuff. So <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh. Something that happened. That happens every other month where someone photoshops it somewhat convincingly and everybody takes it by storm. You know, to avoid this thing, you could just tell us about the game officially, uh, the system, yeah. and we would know about it. Exactly, man. But they don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm at loss for words because this is like not how you do things in the, in the regular world. Like, I, I like when you keep a game secret, but a console, you've got to hype people for the console. People, so you, they're, they're word of mouth and, and building up excitement, and they're not doing anything. It's super weird. They can't just launch it and expect people to buy it. You have to show something and, and get people going. But you know what's the worst? There's already a lot of hype, and that hype has been fed by, by rumors. Everything that we think that the NX is going to be, like, it's going to be a hybrid. And it's going to be mm -hmm. like what the Wii U was supposed to be, and it's going to use cartridges, and it's going to have retro compatibility, yeah. or, you know, all, all those things. Those, like, none of it is official. From the Nintendo, uh, from a Nintendo source, for what we know about the NX is just <laughs> nothing. That is, that is, prototype name is NX. That's and it. That's, that's, that's all that's we know. It. And there's, there's already so much hype on the internet for this hybrid console that is going to have this and that and yeah. all these ports from the Wii U to to the NX. I mean, Nintendo has said nothing. Listen, listener Sundary J, who listened to every one of our episodes, he is a hardcore PC gamer. And he really, really wants to hear about the NX because if it is a hybrid, it's going to be the first console he actually is excited for and wants to buy. And uh, yeah, and, and we still hear nothing. So every week he's like, man, have you heard anything about the, the NX or where, where's our NX news? What's going on? And yeah, they could, they could, if they do it right, they could have a unique little thing that uh, is exciting. But I don't know. They don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. It's a secret to everybody. Using <laughs> a secret to nobody, sadly. That joke doesn't work. On a, on a positive side, I did buy a couple other Nintendo games. I got oh. Paper or Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. I want to play through all of the Mario RPG and spinoff series in order. Well, kind of nice. in order. Uh, very soon, maybe. At, well, after the New Year's because of the really, amount of really good games coming out. Which leads us to another thing. Pokemon uh, Generations Episode 7. You guys watch that? Nope. Yes. Oh my god, Shelby. I've been watching all of them. <laughs> Me too, because I like I like games and Pokemon, but Shelby doesn't like anything fun. I bet you you'd watch like a Word with Friends or fucking uh, I don't know Scrabble or or that stupid dice Yahtzee a Yahtzee anime. Wow. You probably watch that. I couldn't remember what it was. You're really it's floundering stupid. today. It's dumb. No, I'm not floundering. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's really good. It was, it's I, a, I I would watch a video series on Yahtzee with friends. Would you? Yeah, I think so. If it was overacted and super dramatic and like an anime, I think I could, I would actually enjoy that. Could you imagine how serious they would take the yachtseeing? Is that, is that how you say it? I'm yachtseeing? Is it a verb? Play yachtsee. Uh, I like yachtseeing more. Anyways, and they're, they're yachtseeing and fucking, they slam the yachtsee down on the ground and like sonic booms come out and <laughs> they lift the cup up and there's like lasers coming from the dice. I think that'd be kind of cool. I'd watch, yep. I'd watch that. The main character's name is Hero. Uh, yep. And he has spiky blonde hair, probably. I mean, have you watched, like, I know everybody has watched this uh, ads from uh, Game of War and uh, Mobile Strike. Do you know those, those I, I don't know. mobile I don't, games? Sorry. Are you talking about, like, because I think What's-Her-Face was the, uh, that, God, yeah, Kate, Kate Upton. Girl. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and then uh, Mariah Carey wasn't on, on, on those ads. Yeah, but the, the ads are super, like, exciting and people are, <laughs> like, jumping and exploding and, you know, all those that's things. Fun. And, and the games are nothing like that. Like, game of War is just like freaking spreadsheet the game. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely played it. Anyway, Pokemon of uh, <laughs> Generation, man. 
That's cool. It was uh, a uh, you know it continues the whole. It's looking at a certain point, part of the part of the game and and delving into a little bit of the background characters. So this one was taking place during uh, Ruby and Sapphire when uh, leader Maxis or whatever Maxi Maxi is about to escape on his sub, and then one uh, Courtney, the the administrator or whatever, is about to challenge. Um, I guess it would be uh, Ruby in this. I think Ruby's the guy. I don't know. Anyways, he shows up. And she's a little crazy, and there's a little bit of a flash forward where Gr- Grudon comes out, kills people. Like, literally, it shows him killing. I don't know. It was cool. Grava, or Sceptile was kicking ass. Yeah. Gotta, gotta respect Sceptile. Cool. The previous one wasn't really that good. Well, the previous one was... Uh, the Giovanni's son. Oh. Oh, son, uh, with uh, Silver. Yeah. Which one was uh, the one with uh, Suicune? Which one was that? Was that oh, that was, oh, that was cool. That was, that the, was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That one was pretty good, actually. It had, mm-hmm. had a little bit of a history of the of the, the legendaries being birthed or whatever, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, li- I like that one. Yeah, this one was kind of like the Team Rocket Gym Raid episode in terms of like the same <laughs> kind of feeling. So it was okay if you like the games. You, know, it's a neat little thing to see. Like I enjoyed the four minutes I spent watching it. I don't regret it, but uh, I want to see more battles. My favorite so far. At, well, you watch all of them, Seiji. So my yep. favorite so far is the first one. I still think that was the best one. But uh, what about you? Which one was your favorite so far? Yeah, the first one is definitely it gets you pumped up for it the does. series. But yeah. I like the one with the first Elite Four. Yeah, that one I is great that. too. I just like because it it's funny because you know that he loses that that championship like a minute after he wins it. Yeah, like, like I know th- <laughs> these are supposed to be like like cutscenes in the game, like in in the right context. Yeah, but some of them really work as, as standalones. So those are the ones that I like the most. I, I agree. Like, I like, like the ones that, that one, the first yeah. one also. Like that's why I didn't yeah. like the 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 Lance and Dragonite one because to me it was super out of context. But I didn't knew I, I didn't know that uh, it was from a different game. That's the thing. Like the first generation, so. these things are made for people who, I mean, their, their target audience is likely people who played all the games and stuff. Yeah, so they're not, they're not concerned about people like you, Seiji, who skip entire generations. They don't care. Yeah, they care about me. I went from the first to fourth, <laughs> and then from the fourth to I guess I'm gonna go directly to Sun and Moon. Man, you missed out. X and Y was amazing. But I think Silent Moon will, will be good. Uh, guys, I have a problem. I don't know what. So I have a game called Trails of Cold Steel, which I've mentioned multiple times. I still have like 30 hours left in that game, and I really don't want to finish it. I, I want to play other games, and I don't know what to do with my life because I feel like I should probably finish it, but I don't want to. And I would rather just play other games. But I've, I already put ha- I'm like halfway through the game. I don't know what to do. What, what do I do? I have a solution for you. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. What is it? Look for a Let's Play. Yeah. And then watch the end of the game, the last 30 hours or whatever that you're missing. <laughs> yeah. And then just call it, you know, call it a game and, and put it on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, nobody's going to know. I mean. <laughs> nobody's going to know. <laughs> I'll know. If you just laid out the strategy for That's everybody. good strat. I, I'm leaning towards I'm going to stop playing because I want to play. I was kind of hoping maybe I'll play like Resident Evil 4 or something before Pokemon comes out. I don't know. It's just definitely play it, the game is before. okay, but it it's not like it's it's good. It's a good RPG, but there's so much of it left. And Pokemon's coming out soon. I know I'm going to be playing Pokemon, and then Final Fantasy 15. Those are already two long games. And then Persona. Do I really want to slog through the rest of this 30 hours for a game that I I like, but I'm not into? Like I'm just not that into it. For how long did you play before you realized that you didn't want to play anymore? 
Uh, like today, I, I was looking at my, I was playing, because here's a good, good example. When yeah, I but fixed, how many hours did you put in the I game? I got about 35 hours into the game. Man, that's enough. You know <laughs> enough about the game already. Yeah, I know, but I, I like to finish some because of my OCD. However, a good example is I picked up Dragon Ball Attack of the Saiyans again, and even though I turned it back on and it's not as nearly as much time left, I'm like kind of enjoying playing through and I want to get that ending. And so I like that I picked that one back up, but Trails of Cold Steel, which again, is a good game. I'm just like, I don't want to go through that much well, just more. Just leave it for I next time I'm you feel like to. playing it. Man, but if you spend 30 hours of the games like the games we're going to damage today, like you're going to end up with 30 <laughs> more games probably or even double than that. I know. You know, I know. so. It, I guess I, I, I think I'm leaning towards I leave it, even though it really, it, it's one of those things that'll irk me though. It'll be in the back of my, like I can feel it crawling up my spine, the idea of leaving it unfinished, but I, I probably will because I really just don't want to play 30 more hours of it. Just not that into you. Sorry. Cold Steel. Rest in peace. Uh, I got one more news thing, or two more news things. Uh, now I'm all sad. No, I'm not really. So this is not game-related, but it's geek-related, so perhaps you guys can relate. It's, it's, I just, it struck me as stupid. There's Power Rangers and Justice League comic book crossover coming out. Oh, boy. That's so lame. Like, they don't have anything in common. There's no... no. There's no... What, what are they... They are so mismatched in terms of of setting and feeling and power sets, it's weird. I don't like it, but it, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb. Even Teen Titans would have been a better choice because at least they're they're the same age group. What what is supposed to happen in this crossover that's supposed to be appealing? Someone help me. I guess I, Shelby, you kind of like comics. You like Action Man. That's almost oh like, almost a comic book. Can you relate to me at all here? Like, what do you think? No, I just I agree, and it kind of like even if the Power Rangers, like if they let's say. If it's it's it is a crossover. Let's say if they end up fighting each other at first, as oh like God. most versus things, and it's like okay, so what are they gonna do? They're gonna get their Megazord out, and then fucking Superman's gonna come it's and just rip the Megazord apart. He's <laughs> gonna wreck destroy it. Yeah, they have no business fighting. And it's not he- like they have superpowers. It's it's oh. they get their powers from their fucking suits and shit. Let's back up for a second. Wonder Woman would wreck them. Wonder Woman is almost as strong as Superman, and that's already fucking powerful as shit. Yeah, they're, they're gonna. She would. They would just rip them apart. I don't get it. What I don't. I don't understand the appeal of this crossover. Like I don't. Don't get me wrong. The Ninja Turtles and Batman crossover also struck <laughs> me as stupid. But at least they're in comparable terms of skill set. Yeah, it's just dumb. But at least it kind of makes a little bit of sense. But Justice League and but the, just to, just to continue on this theme. There was an X-Men and Star Trek crossover back when I was a kid, and there was an Alien or Predator and Superman crossover in the oh, mid-90s, no. too. I don't... These just these crossovers are really silly, and I don't... I don't know. I guess they're fun, but I don't... I'm picky. I don't like them. They're dumb. They have to make sense. I want to see uh, the Batman and Spider-Man crossover. That's fun. Yeah. You know, but uh, Power Rangers and fucking the Justice League, it doesn't make any sense. Stupid. <laughs> ah! What do you think, Sadie? But I don't know. I mean, okay, I know Sage, about what, all these what's things. What's a Mexican hero? A Mexican hero? Yeah. Uh, Chapulín Colorado. Well, imagine him teaming up with Superman. Does that sound good to you? That would be awesome. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you'd say that. I don't know who that. I don't know who that person you said. Oh, the is. red cricket. I think it, I think it would be the crimson cricket or something like that. Uh, crimson but you cricket. See, yeah, <laughs> you see, in Mexico, like everything has to be like a some sort of. Of a joke, but right. in a, a really corny, really blatant kind of way. So this uh, superhero doesn't have any superpowers or anything. <laughs> he's just really funny. He's really awkward and really weak. 
but he, somehow he gets the job done. So it, it's more of a it's more of a joke. It's it's, it's for comedic purposes. I'd like so, to see, but, but he is he's 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 very fam- famous. Him and Batman all over Latin America. That would be a good crossover. This Crimson Cricket and Batman, because Batman's basically useless anyway. It's, I'm kidding. I hate Batman, but I know people love. Him. Oh, I have news. Oh, please, huge please. news. Oh, huge so you, news. NX? Yeah, yeah. Is the NX? Did they announce it? <laughs> no, no, it's about my gaming life. I thought we were talking about games that we were playing. Yeah. So, you know that, that I'm playing a lot of Clash Royale lately, right? Yeah, you're a big mobile gamer like Shelby. Yeah, so in, in, in Clash Royale, yeah. there are different arenas, and you progress through those arenas by earning trophies. And once you get to a certain amount of trophies, you graduate from your arena to the next arena and so on, until there are eight arenas, right? So I got to to a legendary arena last night. I got 3,000 trophies. It was amazing. Amazing. I won like 11 <laughs> battles in yeah. half an hour. It was incredible. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. yesterday. I got possessed by, by the Clash Royale deities or whatever. <laughs> and it was amazing. I, I know that you guys is, is not as exciting as it sounds. Uh, it sounds like you're excited. But I was really excited. You. you know, I was sending screenshots to my Clash Royale friend. <laughs> and they were really excited about it too. I uh, I think it's cool. Like you clearly did well, and you're excited, so that makes me excited for you. That's awesome. Woo! Yeah, but now th- th- there's a, a dark side to, to oh the story. God. Let's hear. Oh, geez. how much did, did you spend? Somebody? How much did you no, spend? No, 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 no. Heroin. I I I have remained committed to not spending any money on that game. So you okay. you, you don't want to support the game that is giving you so oh, much yes. free hour. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I will do it at okay, some point. Okay. But this kind of game, I. Yeah try to game it and i try to see how far can i get without spending any money right, right so right, it's right. part of it's part of the of the challenge right, right. so mm-hmm. i got to legendary arena so not so no, now i'm very open to to spend some money on the game to support the developer awesome. not that they need it but anyway <laughs> yeah no, i know i have the same sentiment the thing sure. is that when i'm playing certain kinds of games and this happened to me when i was playing pokemon too mm-hmm. when i get into the competitive side of a game i know i i, I start to detect uh, certain patterns in the meta game, right? So you you know that certain, uh, like cer- in Pokemon, certain Pokemon are more more popular than others, right? Mm-hmm. And they start they start, they start categorizing like these are the the most used Pokemon. These are the better Pokemon. That if you want to win, you should use this Pokemon with this Pokemon with this move set and stuff. So Clash Royale is no different. So as you're progressing through the game, you start seeing that people are using sim- similar troops, right? And in Clash Royale, there are these legendary cards or le- legendary troops that everybody was using. So I was really committed to y- just using common troops that you would get really early in the game and just leveling those troops up until, you know, until they were competitive enough to to win against the legendary. And so I was getting good results. I was in the 2500s with that, uh, with that setup. But the other day, I got a legendary chest and I got a legendary card. And previously, I got a- another uh, legendary card, but I it's called Sparky. And I hated it. I hated its guts <laughs> so much because I every time everybody put Sparky on the on the board, I would lose. And Damn. to me, it was like, oh, this card is OP. This card is cheap. It's piece of card. crap or whatever, right? Right. But because I got two of it, then I could level up to level two. And a, a, level, a level two legendary is a big deal because legendary troops are really rare. Mm-hmm. So I gave it. I gave it a try, and I felt dirty because <laughs> I, I I hated this troop so much. Yeah. But I noticed that it it. I was winning a lot. I was winning a whole lot. So uh, that that's sort of how I got to three thousand uh, trophies. But oh, it's still it's still a big deal. Still oh. a big deal. You have to learn how to play the game. You need skill. 
<laughs> and I feel kind of dirty. You but, should. You should feel dirty for sure. But I got there, so yeah. <laughs> I, I just quite... wanted to be honest about it. First of all, um, it took a lot of you to admit that, to come out and tell the world that, and I think that that makes you a big person. And everybody should commend you for the bravery that you just displayed. My question for you is, do you feel dirtier, you know, selling out and using those 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 cards that you hate to win or for when you played Seduce Me? Which do you feel, <laughs> when do you feel dirtier for? Um, no, Seduce Me was pretty dirty. So, so <laughs> I mean, I was really surprised, you know, because you, you guys had warned me before about Jordan's uh, taste. I wanted her to give you the most hardcore gay furry uh, game that she Oh, then it's your fault. Good, 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 good. She did not want to do that because she likes you too much. So you sh there's some happiness there because I thought that of you playing something so bizarre would have been really extra funny for me. But instead, she gave you Seduce Me, which turned out to be pretty damn funny. So it could have been worse is what I'm getting at. One last thing uh, for news for me. Apparently, rumor, rumoredly, rumor, rumor has it that Sony is planning to release mobile games. And, whoa. Whoa. Imagine Uncharted mobile and uh, Resistance. Is that Sony? Mobile. And uh, Last Guardian mobile. Oh, man. That sounds great. That's <laughs> we'll really cool. Swipe right to make Nathan Drake climb up the wall. Uh, tap to have him shoot an auto lock on the enemies. Uh, swipe down for him to die. I mean, it sounds amazing. And you could just and people say that Uncharted is already a cutscene. Just imagine that if you're watching this cutscene and you could just swipe every once in a while, it'd be incredible. It might be good, Rob. I mean, I'm I'm really <laughs> excited to play the the Mario uh, game on yeah. iOS. I'm pretty pumped up for it, and I'm I'm also really excited to see what what they're gonna do for Animal Crossing. I have a lot of faith that Animal Crossing Mobile is gonna be really really good. The problem with the uh, the all those games you mentioned, which I actually am looking forward to try the Mario game. But they don't come with some sort of container to show that I own it. And I don't, uh, that makes me uncomfortable as a person. I feel like it needs a box of some sort, a physical copy. And without that, well, I mean, what, what, what is it? It's nothing. It's, I don't care. I don't even care about my, I don't know who I am anymore, what I'm doing with my life. I don't, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, our topic. Topic today. I was a good, that was an unplanned segue, but it, it was. I just wanted to end on a on a somewhat sad note. So, uh, Popeye, just to, just to start it off, Seiji picked. A, we haven't damaged a game in the show in a while. We damaged our guest, but not a game. Yes. So, uh, so Seiji started things off by picking Popeye for the NES, and or, well, for many things. We'll get to that. Picked the Popeye yep. 1983 arcade original game. Uh, I believe 83. Yeah, the, in the the Wikipedia says eighty three, but the oh. the actual screen in the arcade games is nineteen eighty two. All right, Wikipedia is a liar then. Okay, so eighty two slash eighty three. 
developed and released by Nintendo. Uh, the Popeye characters were going to be used for the game that became Donkey Kong, but Nintendo couldn't get the license. And there was a Famicom sequel, Popeye no Aigo Asobi, an English teaching game. And this is one of the first three, one of the three first games released for the NES, along with Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. And this was the game that I had mentioned a while back when I was talking about that like 52 and one card I had. And I remember I said, I only kind of remember Excitebike and, and I think Popeye and it was this game. This is the same game that I, I don't think I ever beat the first level as a kid. And uh, here we are now uh, talking about this game. And I, I will, I'm happy to report I have indeed beat the first level. <laughs> I know, big deal. So I guess real quick, I'll run over the controls and stuff. And then we'll just, I'll stop looking at things and we'll just talk about the game. So just so people know what we're talking about. Uh, it's kind of the, it's an arcade style game. So, you know, at a glance, it looks like Donkey Kong in some ways. You know, it's multiple tiered levels, ladders and stairs. And uh, things dropping down from the top. Although in this case, you're collecting those things. So you're collecting a certain number of items dropped by olive oil, hearts, musical notes, letters that spell help, etc. While avoiding Brutus and in in different game modes, the sea hag is throwing shit at you uh, and things like that. Popeye can climb stairs, but he cannot jump, but he can punch. He can go through through areas, so he can basically cross one side of the screen and come out the other, defying the laws of reality. He uh, can punch some objects. He cannot attack Brutus, though. If you try to punch Brutus, he will kill you. Uh, Brutus will chase you through the stage, and he can uppercut you or, or jump down at you if you're below. Um, punching can destroy items that can, that can hurt Popeye, such as skulls, vultures, etc. Thus, in game mode B. And he can punch for spinach. Spinach will appear on the stage, and it'll, it'll, it'll spawn in a random spot. If you hit that, then you become you know Super Popeye, basically the same kind of power as a Super Saiyan, and you can punch Brutus. And uh, it's game over if he's hit by an enemy or a thrown object or if one of the objects he collects drops off from the bottom of the screen. And that's pretty much the the, ba- the gist of the game. So what do we all think of Popeye? Well, I guess, did, did anybody here like... So, and side note, uh, Shelby and I both watched last week a couple episodes of Popeye. Yep. Because <laughs> we wanted to, to re-experience the character. So we watched one from 1940 and another one, I believe, from the 80s. And we really got to learn the character of Popeye, I think. He's a terrible father. Uh, we watched one where he chastises baby. He spanks the baby, puts the I think the baby's like two or three months old. Puts it on the floor. It then has to. It, he then tells it to go to his room. So the baby then crawls to its bedroom, gets itself crying, in the crib, crying the whole way. It's crying and it's, looking yeah. back at Popeye. Exactly, and looking back at Popeye who does not give a shit, and nope. the baby's just crying. It puts itself in the crib. Popeye, you know, is arguing. He has kind of has an issue with multiple personalities. He's arguing with a devil sir, per, a devil version of himself and a angel version and then like the angel version like oh go apologize to your kid love your child don't be abusive and the devil side's like man he's gonna like you're gonna face reality <laughs> the and... uh, the angel one was just like if you don't go say sorry he's gonna hate you forever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. and then the baby then you see the room the baby's still crying and while it's crying it, it creates a, ru- <laughs> a russic you know one yep. of those bags on a stick that they put over the shoulder climbs out the window and leaves and then popeye goes in and sees that the baby is left and it's a bunch of shenanigans happen where the baby should have died easily, but it doesn't. And there's waterfalls and probably guns. I don't remember, but that was that one. The other mm-hmm. one, you know, olive oil is like, Papa's like, marry me. And olive oil is like, oh, and then Brutus comes in. And he's like, marry me. And then, and then she's like, now I don't know who to pick. I'm like, bitch, you should probably know who you <laughs> should pick before you marry one. 
So then it becomes she chooses Popeye, but because he's late after Brutus like totally betrays him, Fucks doesn't up his doesn't yeah, so he doesn't wears a play. barrel. Right. He's a, he basically comes in a barrel, which I kind of respected because bonus barrel. Mm-hmm. But but guess what? Olive oil, the, the mean person that she is, does not respect barrels, and she's like. Ew! You're not. You're wearing a barrel, not a wedding suit. I'm not marrying you. And then she goes to marry Brutus. And then, and then once uh, Brutus hears the vows being said, he's like, "Why? Well, I'm not having any of this." And he, I guess he didn't know what marriage was. And then he left, leaving uh, her alone. And probably she probably died that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that, that's, that's dark. That's mine and Shelby's experience with Popeye the show. Yeah. And that can kind of give you, Pete, listeners out there, an idea of what Popeye's like. As a character. So when we talk about the game, you're like, okay, we can get into this character's head. And I hope that helped you, Sid, understand Popeye more. So I, I just want to do a little brief introduction of, um, or, or talk a little bit about why I picked this game. Yes, please. And, well, the first reason is because it's a really, really short game. And, and I wanted to review something because I, I, I want us to, to, to do more, to talk, about, talk more about games and play games that we haven't played. And the other is because for uh, BB100, we noticed that that certain members of of bonus panel are are lacking a certain education on early <laughs> earlier generations. Oh boy, um, some some weren't even born at uh, yeah. the early generation. So you would say they're thought, deficient, well, right? Excuse me. You would say that 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 those members are deficient. Oh my god! Not not up to our uh, our level. Uh, I wouldn't go as far, but I think that there's there's some stuff that is worth it. Yeah, back there. I agree. So, so Continue. I chose yeah. I chose this game because this game has a really interesting uh, story behind it, and also it's a, a game that is very typical of the of the late second generation, mm-hmm. early third generation of games where uh, jumping is not a real it's not like a real game aesthetic yet. Uh, there's a lot of static screens with without scrolling, like the the artistry in games are like backgrounds are flat colors and things like that. Usually black. And yeah, and and the the way games are presented are are very characteristic of that of, of that time. So yeah, what what you mentioned about this game looking a lot of like like Donkey Kong was because this game was supposed to be well, Donkey Kong really was a game that Nintendo made because they couldn't release this game, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they they didn't got the the rights for Popeye, so it's really really interesting. So the, this this game was supposed to be released much much earlier, but they couldn't. So they tweak it, and that became Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is a really big deal in the history of video games. Yeah, and also the, I I kind of like this game. I think it's really charming, and it's really really short. It's like three levels. Yep, and they they just repeat, and they get increased. They get a a, a bit harder as as you go. There's three uh three levels, two game mode, game A and game B. Game A, if you beat Game A, it leads right into Game Mode B. Yeah. Or for what it's worth. And and I really wanted to know, and, and Rob, you actually got to to see the certain <laughs> member uh, play play that game. So I, I would like to hear more about that. But really, you know, I grew up playing these kinds of games, you know, yeah. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, those kinds of games, like really, really simple games back then. Uh, but I would imagine how someone that grew up that liked games as much as we do, but right. grew up playing the different sort of games, much more sophisticated games with narrative and you know all those all those kinds of things, and you know in camera control. So, so for... yeah, I would like to hear more about that experience. So what it's worth is I I played these types of games as a kid. This very game as, as a child. So of course I was more used to it than that. Before we get to Shelby's experience, 
I had just turned it on. It took me a few minutes to get used to the the game, not being able to jump and stuff, and then it was good, good, good sailing from there. I managed to beat it pretty quickly. Uh, so then, of course, the next next week, Shelby was going to come out and hang over with us to watch. Uh, we watched Contact. It's a pretty cool movie. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it was Carl great. Sagan's Contact. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. It, was, it was a really fun movie. But before that, I was like, okay, well, next week we're doing our episode, and you haven't played it yet. Let's. Uh, I already had it downloaded. I had bought one of those USB uh, Nintendo controllers because uh, I couldn't find it physically. I tried, but around town, but this game is not around uh, for whatever reason. So I had to do the dirty thing and, and use it on my computer. Anyways, so I said, you know, you should play it here. We'll both play it. We're hoping for two players, but two players just take turns. So in the end, we wound up just playing one player at a time. And yeah, so Shelby, how did you, so you, uh, I didn't, I, I purposely told her I'm not going to help her at first and mm-hmm. to just play it because I want to see how you figure this game out. So you want to tell them your first experience? Okay. Well, originally, like when I first saw the level, I thought the point of it was to kill the dude below. <laughs> Because I saw that contraption, which you said that you didn't see, or that I did you not didn't punch the know end. what to do with, or whatever. So I thought that I had to go down and go up and like punch that stupid thing, so it would hit the barrel and hit him. So I thought it was a timing thing, and that you had to kill him, <laughs> and that you know, and at that point, uh, not having been hit by the other dude or anything yet, I thought the hearts that were coming yeah. down were <laughs> health or something, or just like in case I did get hit, I would just go and grab those or whatever. So I, that's what I thought the whole point of the thing was to to beat the shit of the other dude. So her first death was letting one of the hearts sink to the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think there. I was like, it, it got to the bottom, and the music started going all dark, and I was like, no, what the fuck is going on? And then I died. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the first first strike out, which I thought was hilarious as I was watching. Yeah. But you know, to be fair, I didn't figure out the heart my first time, my first, right away either. And my, no, the very first thing I did was when I turned it on was I pressed the A and B buttons and like, oh, punching, and I walked up to Brutus and tried to punch him. And yeah, died. So you know, no judgments there. <laughs> I friend also I thought it was broken because I couldn't jump. So I thought I, I had missed like map the key or something, but that mm. was not the case. I just you just can't jump. Yeah. I let Erica play uh, a little bit of the game. She played like for a minute and then she stopped because she was annoyed with the game. <laughs> and she had a really similar experience. She thought that the the objective of the game was to beat Brutus. So yeah. she she went and and first she jumped on top of it and she died and then she tried to, to punch the guy and she died and she and at, at that point she was like I oh, forget it. it. It was common back then that you just avoided enemies for a long time, like contact would hurt you, like that was the case in a lot of those games. You never yeah, really unless it was a shooter, you would just be avoiding them. So I mean, but we I'm not used to that anymore. My I started with the late NES era, so my at that point Mario is jumping on shit all that stuff so but even even though even then any i mean traditionally in nes your character bumps into an enemy that's how you take damage contact damage it was super common yeah if you really think about it using ladders and stairs and and like papa can't jump but he can fall right he, mm-hmm. he can fall into the the uh into a platform so that was yeah. all of that all of that stuff is really innovative for the for those times it's worth- was another thing that it drove me nuts were the ladders because if I went left and right, I would go up the ladders. And to me, going up ladders is up and down. <laughs> so it's like I would get trapped on the stairs or get trapped somewhere and then end up running into the dude because I was mashing up and Brutus, down. Brutus, all right? Shelby? Oh, the name's whatever. Brutus. Give, give the man the respect that he deserves. Uh, they, uh, they changed characters, though, didn't they? I thought it was always a different dude. No, it's Brutus in every stage. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. The Sea Hag shows up, him. which is apparently sea a character Hag. from Popeye. She shows up in game mode B. And chucks skulls and stuff at you. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty rude. You can punish those. Just, There's that know. bird, that bird that flies around too. Well, I guess real quick, we'll run through the stages. One. Stage one is some sort of regular building area. There's three simple levels. There's a uh, a barrel that you can knock down in the middle of the stage that shall be figured out on our own. For me. Yeah, cool. You have to collect, I think, 24 hearts. So Olive Oil is just tossing these these hearts. And each stage has a different different thing that she's tossing and a, and a different pattern for the way they fall. So the hearts kind of just float down slowly. So, there, yeah, there's just the three levels. And, and then the, the second stage is like a construction site. So it's not three even levels. It's, it's I think it's still three levels, but they're not even. They're they're asymmetrical. So there's a, a spring at the bottom of the screen that you can you can drop onto and go back to the top of the screen. And so that that's a way of getting around. It's a little bit different that you're collecting musical notes in that stage. And then stage... yeah, in, in in that stage you can also uh, punch the baby for extra points. You can punch the baby. Remember, I told you that that baby was up there, and I was like, "What the fuck is it doing up there?" I thought it was the, the guy who wanted to You thought it was an old man. Yeah, I thought it was the old man. Always, <laughs> I thought it was an old man. I was always, like, no, that's you know, sweet, like, man. I'll take a hamburger today and pay you on Tuesday or some shitty of that stupid <laughs> quote. I thought that's who I thought it was. Not <laughs> yeah. a baby just hanging there. But it was a baby and you can no, punch it. No, it was Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea. That sweet fucking baby. baby. That yeah, baby's a little... little yeah. Who's you the sort mother? Of, you sort of punch Olive him and, and he gives you like 500 extra points. Oh, nice. Olive oil is the mother of the baby, but the baby... But she's gonna marry Brutus. Does the later the later episodes take place before? In that case, are we supposed to believe that their fate's not already decided? If if we already know what ends up, am I supposed to be worried that she's gonna marry Brutus? I mean, it kind of ruins everything. I don't. That's a very bad way of showing it. I don't like that episode. <laughs> Anyways, back to the game. Stage three. You're on a pirate ship, and uh, you have you, it's kind of split in the middle. You can't walk. You can't walk right across in some areas where there's gaps. You have to go down a level and go back up to get to the other side. And she's throwing the, the letters that spell help. And you have to collect them a certain amount of times. And as you're collecting them, this, this this ladder builds up to the top of the screen. And once she reaches the top of the screen, you, you have saved her. And there's vultures flying around at you. And Brutus, he can't get enough. And that's, yeah, that's that stage. It's actually really easy. The game mode A is quite easy. And even game mode B is not that hard. Although I didn't sit there and finish it. I just, it wasn't. I, before we recorded, I had played through game mode B episode level one, and it was it was fine. It was a little bit harder with the skulls, but yeah. Anyway, have you guys mentioned Spanish yet? Uh, I mentioned it in passing when we were summing up the game. Like you yeah. said, you can hit spinach and then you become invincible, right? Yeah, very Pac-Man like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Mario's uh, invincibility star like, and yeah. But here's the kind of shitty. I mean, I get it, but so you hit if you kill Brutus with it, if you murder Brutus with the spinach. Uh, he just he flies off the screen, he gets some points, and he comes back up at the bottom. So it's like, it doesn't even really give you much time of him gone. He comes up almost instantly, which is, I, I guess, a little bit of disappointment. But then, if he didn't, what obstacles do you have? You would just be sitting there collecting the hearts. Oh, and, and the items being dropped freeze in place. So you want to hit that spinach when there's a bunch of them in the middle of the screen, because if they're too high, you're not going to get them, which is, you know, mm-hmm. not as helpful. Yeah, well, they, they also give you uh, double points. And the higher you get uh, a heart or a note or whatever, it gives you more points. Really, so I didn't know that. You can get up. You can get up to one thousand points if you get a heart at its highest point possible plus spinach. You so know, that's a way to to game the score, right? So here's a good a good example of how my gamer tastes have changed so much since being a kid. I gave no shits about the points. I just wanted to beat all the levels. That's all I cared <laughs> about was finishing the levels. And, oh yeah, and that, yeah. That, that is like the first layer of this kinds of these kinds of games that really they like Pac-Man and, and Donkey Kong, they become really repetitive because they don't have a lot of levels, right? 
So yeah. then after you beat that layer of complexity, then you go to the, what else do I do in this game? So what you do is try to get your, your score as high as possible. And that's a really common theme back in the day. Yeah, exactly. They didn't really have any other. I mean, those those arcade games had to last. And so that you would just sit there and, and just try to get the highest score. And then, of course, back then it was a community thing, right? People would come in and see your highest score at the arcade. And they would wonder who uh, the initials are. Who, who was ass? Who was DCK? Who was PNS? Like, you got to yeah. wonder who, <laughs> who those people are. Which one were you, Rob? I was, <laughs> I was just put Rob in. But, I, but come on, I'm, <laughs> I'm not very good. I never got, I almost rarely got a high score. A high score I had in one game that lasted a while was Gauntlet Legends, or just Gauntlet, in an amusement park. The, an arcade that was in your old hometown, Shelby, if you recall. And yeah, there I had my name, and it lasted a few years. As a matter of fact, I think it was there before that place closed down. And mm -hmm. yeah, so that's the only time I ever had a, uh, an arcade code stick. I just don't think people played it very much. Yeah. All right, let's damage it. Okay, I guess for people who don't know, I'll go through it real quick. Uh, each each of us gives the game a full heart that we can damage, and if you if you basically have up to four points of damage, you can give to each heart. Uh, if you like the game a lot, you don't think there's any flaws, it's perfect in your eyes, you don't damage it. If you uh, only give it one quarter damage, it means that you like the game, although you acknowledge there's flaws, but you still think it's good and people should give it a, a go. Half a hard damage is you think that the game is decent, it's not nothing very special, but it might be worth playing to the right person. Uh, three quarters damage means you think the game is really bad, uh, not very fun to play. You, there might be a few points of it that you think are okay, but otherwise it's pretty crappy. Full damage means you hate the game, you regret the time you spent playing it, and uh, you would not recommend anyone to play it, not even someone who possibly murdered your family. So those are the <laughs> the, the damage system. So, Seiji, why don't you start things off? What do you, oh, one real quick question, Seiji. Are we going to damage this in the terms of a modern sense, or are we going to think about this in more of a terms of it being old? I think in the terms of, of any game that we have played in the past. So. Okay, that's tough. All right, go ahead then. It's really tough, but I'm... I'm I just want to say like this game is a game that, as I said before, uh, even if you're a younger player out there and you haven't played a lot of classic games, this is you should play classics, right? You should play Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defender, yeah. Gal Gal uh, Galaga, Centipede, all, all those games because it gives you really perspective. I mean, maybe as a gamer you don't care too much, but you, you, if you're really into games and if you want to be like a game designer or or pro, if you want to be in the industry and stuff, you have to learn all this stuff. It's like it's the history of our of our medium. So for for that reason, I think this game is is historically relevant. So I I want to give it a really nice score. So I'm just gonna damage it like one quarter of the damage. One quarter one, one, damage. One quarter damage and and. Because I'm I'm really fond of this game, right? So, but I, I can't really say that this game is really sophisticated or anything. I just think it's really relevant, and I have a lot of of nostalgia for it. And and also, I like the music. I don't know. If you oh yeah, like I want to mention that. I, I love I the like music. The sound effects. Yeah. The background music, amazing. Do -do -do. Yeah, I I like the music a lot. Do you want to go next, Shelbo? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go half. All right. Um. No build up right there, Shelbo. <laughs> no, it's just uh, just just half. I don't know. It's uh. I mean, there's enough there. There was enough there to keep me entertained for a little bit anyway, but I did get frustrated with uh, yeah. with it. And I did get frustrated also with not being able to jump to. That was a big thing. I was just like, fuck. Yours is probably anyway. a more honest score given that you don't have the nostalgia that... Yeah, I don't have any of that. Like, I did play Pac-Man and Space Invaders, but I only played, like, the real, like, staple games, of, like, for the old, old whatever. But I don't know. That half 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, We're gonna keep playing old games. Yay. Um. So I'm a little torn because I have a lot of nostalgia for this game that I didn't realize I had, and I really liked the music, and I, I thought it was fun. It wasn't so hard that I couldn't beat it in a sitting, which is great for my, my uh, I don't know, my ticks in my my brain that wants to beat things. So those are all nice points. I I I just I had I had a lot of fun with it, and I found myself playing it more than I had to. I came back to it a few times and. And it, but you know I have to, if I'm going to compare it to modern games, I mean I can't give it no damage. I don't even know if I can give it a quarter damage because just com- I mean I'm not going to buy. If imagine I was going to the store and this game is there for twenty and Uncharted Two is there for twenty, I, there's no way in hell I would buy this over Uncharted Two. <laughs> and so you know, but I think it's a good game. And if I were to if I were to think of it, if, if we were in like the mid '90s saying this, and I'd probably be like, this game still holds up. I'll give it uh, you know a quarter damage, but I don't think it quite holds up. That being said, I do like it, so I'll give it half damage as well. Nice. So that leaves it's it It's better where... than I expected, really. Eh? Yeah, a little bit. That's one heart and three quarters left. It's better than a lot of other games. <laughs> well, Left's other... not here either. To... Yeah, uh, if Left was here to... to I don't know. I, I'm really curious. Hopefully we can get a follow-up from Left next week on this. Maybe yeah. we can correct its its health at the end. Uh, so yeah, we like we most like we kind of like Hot Popeye. I think we can all agree on that. And it was fun to damage a game again. And there's more of this. We have games planned for the next month and a half, and uh, also some videos and stuff, so people will have that to look forward to. All right, so cartridgeclub.org is where we can be found, as well as bonusbrow.com. Twitter, it's been more active lately, so tweet at any of us. We all have Twitter accounts. I think that uh, Shelby and I use it the most, probably, but feel free to, to if you have suggestions for games. If you have a game suggestion that we should play, that would be awesome. P2, got a short game you want to suggest to us? I know you're listening. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. This is Rob. Shelby. And Seiji. See you later. Next time in Bonus Barrel. Super spooky, scary Halloween episode. (laughs) 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 So spooky. We probably play the most sadistic, disgusting horror game. And so, didn't expect to be a vertical shooter, did you? No, I wasn't expecting that. No, so your characters are flying through the air, and they're firing candy treats at ghosts and stuff, and actually this sounds really badass.